Welcome to the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. This week, the Texan house of pizza and garbage. Gustavo brings the case against his friend Teresa. Gustavo and Teresa are part of a tight-knit group of friends who regularly throw house parties, often at Teresa's home. Teresa will start cleaning up the bottles, food, and other detritus while the party's still happening. She insists she's just cleaning up to make more room to party. But Gustavo thinks she's sending the message to guests that it's time to go home. Should Teresa cease the party pickup? Only one man can decide. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman enters the courtroom. For a long time, for days, how many days, who knew? Not the trash can man, that was for sure. John Kellogg Hodgman, known to the intimates of his dim and confusing past, as the trash can man had wandered up and down the streets, cringing from the voices in his head, dodging away and putting up his hands to shield against stones thrown by ghosts. Hey, trash can. Hey, trash can man. Digging you trash? Judge any good cases this week? What old lady Gustavo and Teresa say when you judged them? Hey, trash baby. Want to buy some justice? Want to shed some pie holes? Sometimes he knew those voices weren't real, but sometimes he would cry out loud for them to stop, only to realize that the only voice was his voice, hitting back at him from the houses and storefronts of Park Slope, bouncing off the cinderblock wall of the boutique Bon Me store where he used to work and where he now sat on the morning of today, October 2nd, eating a big sloppy sandwich of peanut butter and jelly and tomatoes and Goulden's Diablo mustard also known as a banh mi sandwich. Judge Jesse Swearman. Please rise and raise your right hands. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God or whatever? I do. I do. Do you swear to abide by Judge John Hodgman's ruling, despite the fact that he parties only deep undersea in James Cameron's submersible? I do. Especially so, yes. Very well. Judge Hodgman? Thank you very much, Gustavo, Teresa. Uh, an immediate summary judgment goes to either one, or I suppose both of you, who can name the piece of popular culture I paraphrased in my opening Trash Can Man soliloquy uh, as I uh, uh, stumbled into the courtroom. Gustavo? Uh, I have no idea. No. Neither do I. No? There's only one work of popular culture in which Trash Can Man exists, and that is Stephen King's The Stand. Did you ever read Stephen King's incredibly long book about... Uh, an apocalyptic flu that wipes out 90% of the population, including, uh, or leaving only a few alive, including the trash can man? I haven't. No. 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 I don't read scary stuff. Well, you, be- you better read it, because we only have, uh, I think, about six more weeks of human history before Captain Trips and Ragnarok takes us all. So please get on it. <laughs> and meanwhile, let us party, for on December 21st, we shall all be dead. Uh, hello. Why are you, uh, Teresa, why are you uh, killing the party by picking up the garbage all the time? I'm not killing the party. Uh, he makes it out to be a lot worse than what it actually is. I'm simply picking up because we're adults. We're not throwing a, a frat party. Uh, there's food that goes bad. It's distasteful to have plates of food in front of you and beer bottles everywhere. And I mingle with my guests while I'm picking up. So, Gustavo, why are you and your friends constantly trashing Teresa's house with your, uh, with your crazy parties? Well, we, we're not necessarily trashing it. We're merely just having a good time. And 
in the course of the party, trash happens. But it's not messy and it's not gross. It's just bottles or uh, paper plates. And she insists on breaking out with a trash bag and starting to wash dishes and do things that pretty much send the message that that party's over. And this and happens This happens usually around when? Like when things are just getting going at about three or four in the morning? <laughs> no, that's... Are you kidding me? That by that time she's she's already you know mopping and sweeping. I'm Ugh. talking like 10 p.m. at the latest. No. So Teresa, what time? What's what's going on here? How come your house is being invaded by all these party animals? The the parties are great. That's not the problem, and right. people do not notice until Gustavo likes to point it out. So I discreetly try to you know just put some trash away so there's not tons of food and bottles in front of people's faces. And then he calls me out on it in front of everybody. What are you doing? You're trying to tell people to go home. That's not what I'm doing. But I want to be a good hostess. So I don't want you to have to sit in front of old food and, and bottles. What what is your no. what is your relationship uh, to each other? Uh, we're just fr- we're all really good friends. And how long have you been good friends? Uh, a few years. Uh, and how do you guys know each other through uh, through the through the party circuit? Yeah, where, where <laughs> are friends you? of where, friends and uh-huh. where are you in the where are you in the world? We're in El Paso, Texas. In El Paso, Texas. So, what kind of parties are you having? You're having dinner parties? You're having <laughs> like uh, key parties, bath salt parties? <laughs> um, <laughs> not you, so much the key parties, uh-huh. uh, but a lot of um, just house parties, dinner parties, birthday parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll throw a party for pretty much anything. Oh, okay, so you so you like these parties? You like to party? Yeah. All right, cool. And uh, and so uh, tell me, how many people come over? Uh, anywhere between twenty and one hundred. It depends on what the event is. Twenty and one hundred people. Do you live in a mansion? No. <laughs> well, they come and go. They're not always there at the same time. Do you live in a bouncy castle? <laughs> <laughs> and and we go. You know, we do. We set up the backyard with tables and chairs yeah. and. Um, yeah, it just depends on what the occasion is. Like the low end is twenty people. Usually about 15, 20 people, yes. And what percentage a of the high time? end is a full-on quinceañera. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah. What percentage of the time is this happening at your house? Well, we usually throw it at a mutual friend's house. Oh, okay. Uh, and I would say about 75% of the time. But it doesn't matter whose house I'm at. I'll still pick up. Okay, so so how many – but what percentage of the time does it happen at your house? Maybe about twenty percent. Twenty percent of the time. Okay. And what? But you're saying that you will, you will, you will break out a trash bag a hundred percent of the time. Yes. All right. And uh, will you bring your own trash bags? <laughs> no. Do you have your preferred brand? Force Flex, right? No. <laughs> Force Flex is the best. We can agree on that, right? I mean, I don't like to buzz market, but Glad Force Flex is really the only trash bag that you should be using at this point. <laughs> have you ever I'll tried? I'll take anything. Have you ever tried those, Teresa? Uh, yes. I, you have, right? They're good, right? Yeah. <laughs> Look, yes. I don't, I'm not getting any money from these people. All I'm saying is, Glad Force Flex, would you please, would you please make one that's somewhere between, uh, uh, would you please make a Force Flex for, 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 for a small <coughs> trash can? That's all I'm asking. Like the one I have in my office. And are you alone in this, in this, uh, in this sort of sad pickup mission? Or do you have friends who are on your side? I have a friend who is on my side. Um, mm-hmm. My roommate right. is on my side. And she helps you? Or is, is your roommate he, a man or a woman? Okay, he, A man. 
he helps you he helps you clean up as well yes he also has he also has ocd <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> well maybe i touched a nerve there do you do you do you are you compulsive in your cleaning up of trash no no, no. i just i just want my guests to be oh my god whoa <laughs> <laughs> I take I take it I take it Gustavo by by your uh, exclamation uh, to your God that uh, you believe that that Teresa may have a mental illness. <laughs> she does. Oh, the cleaning thing is insane. Tell me, she, tell me, tell me why it's insane. Well, let's say it's Sunday afternoon and we're we want to get some frozen yogurt. I'll call her up. I'm like, hey, you want to go get some frozen yogurt? She's like, no, I'm cleaning. And this is my time for cleaning. And it's like she cleans constantly. It's like I can call her up on a, a, a on a Tuesday and she's cleaning. Do you ever think she might just not want to go on a frozen yogurt date with you, Gustavo? <laughs> Bingo. Oh, no. no, she loves a frozen yogurt. She's going to go get Yeah, some. I'm not sure the frozen but... yogurt is the problem necessarily. You see what I'm getting at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now, you, yeah, now, now, now I'm getting the hint now. No, look. <laughs> but still, still, her cleaning is an issue. Why is it an issue? Cleaning on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon is is not typically a problem, unless you're going to tell me she also cleans on a Saturday and a Friday and a Thursday and a Wednesday and a Tuesday she and a Monday. She does. Is that true? She does. Is that true, Teresa? Okay, there is there's some truth to that, but Gustavo doesn't clean, so he doesn't understand. Yeah. What? He, your housekeeper cleans, Gustavo. Don't lie. Is that true, Gustavo? You have a housekeeper. Yes, I Teresa. Have a, I have a lady that helps me out. Yes, all right. Do you have, helps you out. Oh. Ben, you know, you took something that sounded totally professional and made it weird. <laughs> I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have a lady that helps me. Yeah, out. I have a lady that helps me out. <laughs> oh no, I, I don't have any ladies that. Gustavo, that what way. is your Gustavo? What is your age? I'm 37. You're 37. Do you have a family? Uh, I have. I have a immediate family, yes, but I'm not married. I'm gay. I don't have a, a, a spouse. Of you don't have you don't you you don't have a partner, and you don't have children, right? No. Okay. And uh, and uh, and uh, do you make a mess in your house? No, no. It's just you know regular stuff. Okay. You know. Okay, I got you. And then the and then the cleaning lady helps you out. She comes over and helps out. All right. Yes. It's not not sounding any better, but I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Do you, do I just you, don't want to call her a cleaning lady or a maid or anything like that. A dom- you have you have a domestic helper. I I do. You have yes. a, you ha- you have a dishwashing slash toilet bowl cleaning consultant, Teresa. <laughs> do yes. you Do you live with anybody? You have a roommate. I do. I have a roommate. All right, and this is a non romantic roommate. Yeah, non romantic. And you do do you do you have any children? No. Okay. And how and do you have a do you have a lady who helps you out? You know uh, no, I, mean? I do it myself. <laughs> well, you help yourself out, do you? So, uh, is Gustavo a big slob, Teresa? Well, he's not the cleanest uh, of folks. I mean, yeah, he's pretty messy. All right, messy oh. gay man living alone has a woman who helps yeah. him out. Right? Okay, I got you. So, uh, do you clean too much, Teresa? I want to bear down on this because I just want to see if we're. Do you, do you to see if, if if you have a if we're dealing with someone who just has a different standard of cleanliness than this slob over here, Gustavo, or whether you have a compulsion to clean that may not be healthy for you? What would you no. say it is? 
I think that I have uh, just a standard of cleaning. I don't think that I'm a compulsive. Mm -hmm. I just think that when we're throwing a party mm -hmm. and we're all adults, mm -hmm. um, I don't want people to have to stare at trash. I don't want food to go to waste. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like I'm taking three and a half hours to clean. It's, you know, a 20 minute pickup and I'm mingling with my guests at the same time. And I, and I think that's fair. I mean, I would much rather have that than spend three and a half hours the next morning, which is what usually happens, cleaning. And the only reason I stop is because Gustavo throws a fit. And when you're cleaning your house uh, several times a week, how many times <laughs> do you polish the prongs of the electrical plugs with a bleach cloth? <laughs> <laughs> not not guilty. Do you go do you go around sniffing all the major appliances saying to yourself pure 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 pure? <laughs> no. No. Okay, Gustavo, Gustavo, all uh yeah. all all boisterous hyperbole aside, just from your you, you do not do you believe that your friend Teresa has a uh a, a mental uh, a mental illness issue with regard to the cleaning? I I don't think it's a mental illness. I do think that it's a crutch. I think she she uh, um, has a thing to where she has to clean up, even though it is not her responsibility, not her call. I mean, it'll be my party at my house, and she'll start to pick up. Uh -huh. uh, I believe that her actions can be construed as rude uh, and maybe even as, um, you know, just sending the message that people should go home. When we're nowhere near done, right? When you want uh, you want to party all I, night long, right? Yeah, and and we, you know, I I understand picking up, you know, putting away food that may may turn bad or or. Well, I want to talk here. about this food turning bad issue. Yes. How, how yes. often? How often are you having multi month parties? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Well, I, mean, that, I agree that, with you, but that, I mean that the that, 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 that the onion dip is going to start getting rancid. You know, these things have preservatives in them. It's going to be okay. I, that's what I say, but no, let me give you an example. Oh, and then we'll, I'll, I'll give you an we'll, example afterwards. All right, fine. We'll be grocery shopping. I mean, this is the kind of woman she is. We'll be grocery shopping, and she will not buy popsicles or ice cream because she thinks they will not make it home. I mean, uh, well, you, you, know, live in, you live in El Paso, Texas, do you not? It's very hot there. Right, right. But I buy ice cream all the time, and it makes it home fine. And I keep telling her, but she thinks everything's turning. Everything's going to turn. So she has this thing. She has to put everything in the fridge right away. But people are still trying to eat, trying to enjoy it. But she'll start packing everything in Ziplocs or, or you know, containers, and therefore telling people party's over. Well, they, they, do you disagree, Teresa, that it does send something of a message that if you start putting the food away, cleaning up the garbage asking people to leave the house immediately. It does send something of a message that the party is over. I do agree to some extent, which is why I'm always mindful of that. And I am tactful when I start putting things away. And I, you know, I wait till people go back for seconds or whatever. And when things have been sitting out for a while, that's when I will start picking up. It's not, I'm, I'm thing, not grabbing full plates of food from people. What's the thing that really drives you crazy if you see it sitting out for more than three hours? Uh, probably meat, um, any type of food items. Uh, for example, kind of, well, all right, for example, please. So for example, uh, this last new year's, we all went to a cabin, okay. uh, in the mountains and, right. uh, for new year's Eve. So we had a great time that evening. There was this huge bowl of menudo, which is a Mexican soup. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
we started picking up, my roommate and I. Well, Gustavo had a fit. You're ending the party. And so we stopped. The next day, this pot was huge. And we ended up having to throw it out because the whole thing went bad. And it would have been, it would have taken 10 minutes just to pick this up. And we could have all had leftovers the next day. But no, but we all I have was going to ruin the party. I, well, look, Gustavo, I know you love to f- throw food away, but hang on a second. How do you know that it went bad? <laughs> oh, it was bad. I mean, when you sit a, a pot full of meat and it, the way the soup is and it sits out all night, no. And by the time that we were hungover and woke up the next day and had to smell this, it was awful. Yeah. yeah. I, I would have to agree, uh, Gustavo, that w- whether whether or not you would get food poisoning from this menudo, you you are not going to eat it the next day. That's gross. It is well, intrinsically gross to wake up and have a big pot of menudo sitting cold in the middle of a table. And I'm not you're not 50, that. you're not 19 anymore at one of your crazy menudo <laughs> all night menudo parties. <laughs> we had lots of those too. I know, but I can tell. <laughs> but I'm not contesting the fact that we should put food away. At no, the that end is of exactly party. what you're contesting. No, I'm contesting that you just put, said we had a great time because we didn't we didn't take the five minutes to put that stew away. <laughs> well, I was like, just, is that was, really going to rob that much time from your from your crazy uh, for your crazy New Year's? It, it didn't, and and my point is that we could have, we could have put it away at the end of the night, and it would have been fine. How would okay? But, no, stop right there. The end of the night for me, us. Excuse me, I am the judge. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Your Honor. <laughs> Stop right there, Gustavo. Teresa, go. <laughs> Thank you. The end of the night is, no, there's no end of the night for us. People just kind of come and go. Some of us pass out. Others drift off. So there's no certain time. It's not like we have a party that ends. Wait a minute. How old are you? Oh, the same age. <laughs> oh, why do you guys get to have so much fun? And you're not even, a, you're not even in your 20s. Now I'm getting mad at both of you. <laughs> I don't get to party all uh, night. All night that's menudo. what happens. I don't get to have an all night menudo party in El Paso. <laughs> People coming and going. Bounce houses. Bouncy houses. Bouncy houses out in the yard. <laughs> Crazy bath salts and apples apples parties or whatever you're doing down there. I'm really jealous. You should be happy with what you have, Gustavo. Plus, you have someone who's cleaning, throwing away the food. This sounds good to me. Uh, well, but I, I want I want to have a good time with her. I want her to like sit down and talk to me, talk to everyone else at the party instead of cleaning up. Do you have a problem enjoying yourself at these parties, Teresa? <laughs> uh, no, not at all. Okay. Do you have a? Do you, but you would you would have a problem if if you weren't throwing this stuff away. Probably. All right. Let me let me let me let me hang on for a second here. So you go to New Year's Eve at the cabin. Did you did you break out your 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 trash bags then? It was a cabin, so we I think we did bring some things of our own. Yes. But did you did you do your thing? Did you did you break out the trash bags and start cleaning up? I did. And what time on New Year's Eve did you do this? It was after uh, we ring in the New Year, so like maybe I don't know three minutes. No, no, at least <laughs> Old at least twelve Then there's just the. Sound, the, the at the end of Old Lang Syne, you just hear the sound of a garbage bag going boom, 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 opening it up. <laughs> no, not that quick. Uh, do you have anyone who helps you clean up, Teresa, or is it just you? It, it just me and, and usually a friend of ours, which is my roommate. He he chips in. What do you think would happen if uh, if you were not there or 
if you were prevented from doing this? Well, I have been prevented in the past. Really? And so, yes. And so the next day, it's awful. We're all, you know, not feeling the best and standing out in the sun, picking up. Uh, and it's it's pretty disgusting. Well, yeah, but aren't you just sort of staring through the window shades, wearing sunglasses and a and a wet towel over your head going, I told you so. <laughs> no, I'm helping. Gustavo. It, yes, Judge. Why? Oh, no, you, you had something you wanted to say. Why don't you say it? And then I'll yeah, it. and I, I, I want to say that I'm not the only person that feels this way, that it's it, it's everyone in our in our group of friends feels the same way. Right. They're just their feelings are not as strong as as mine. Uh, of your but, of your but, standard of your stand of your very close circle of seven hundred friends who go to these parties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how, how how many hundreds uh, agree with you? Would you say? Well, I would say if there's there's uh, about ten of us that are really 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 tight, mm-hmm. and all but two people feel this way, and those two people are the ones that are picking up during the party. Teresa and her roommate. Yes, I see. And they, so you would you you would all want to live in party squalor, and ask her to not uh, to not do what she does. To wait till the end of the actual end of the party, yes. But there Which is no end to exist. the party. There is no end to the party, Gustavo. Tell me specifically using using uh, using time and uh, uh, the clock and a Gregorian calendar <laughs> when you would want what time you would you would allow her to clean up. I think 2 a.m. is a fine time to start picking up. 2 a.m. Teresa, is that inappropriate? I I mean, I would hope for 1.30, but I could settle on 2. Whoa, this is a heavy <laughs> negotiation all of a sudden. <laughs> this is this is why. I mean, by okay, the time now, that our parties start, it's, it's 10. Right. So 10, 11, 12. I mean, you're looking at four or five hours later. I know. That's, 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 that's all it takes for a minuta to go bad. And we've got a party on Saturday, so this is important. Okay, so tell me about this party that you're going to have on Saturday. Uh, it's a going-away party for one of our, our close friends. <laughs> it's a going-away party for 200 of our closest friends. We're, I think we're only looking at about 50 or so this time. It's going to be 50 people. Whose house is it going to be at? Uh, our mutual friends, the one we usually throw parties at. Okay, neutral territory. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and what kind of food and alcohol is going to be served? Uh, all sorts of alcohol. Sounds um, like it. We've got a uh, hot dogs, nachos, things like that. Is it um, going to be potluck, or is your friend the host of this party? No, we all we all throw these parties together. So mm-hmm. um, we usually throw money into a pot and go shopping, or we're mm-hmm. all chipping. Mm-hmm. And what time will it end? Maybe four or so. Okay, and can you get me the address immediately? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. If this party goes till four, Gustavo, what would you have Teresa do? Sit on her hands until two a.m. Uh, well, not sit on her hands. I would hope she enjoys the party and then does not send the message to people that it's time to go. But don't you appreciate that she might not be able to enjoy the party if you're all just sitting there letting food go bad? But I think that the enjoyment of the vast majority of the guests outweighs her own inner demons in this regard. <laughs> and Teresa, how would you like me to rule with regard to your uh, behavior at this party? I think, I think 1230, ideally 1230 is a great time to just start slowly picking up nothing major. And then 2 AM, if we want to really clean up, then that's a good time to start, you know, taking out the trash bags. 
but no dishwashing until then. How how often does the yeah. dishwashing occur? It depends on where it's at. And how many people are at this party again? About fifty, 50 or, or so. Fifty or so, and is that about average? Uh, that yeah, that's a, that's that's a, an average party for us. Yeah. yeah. I think I have everything I need to make my decision. I'm going to go into my chambers and heat up a bowl of menudo, and I'll be right back to you. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. You guys are in your late 30s. You're supposed to be out there partying. How can she be such a wet blanket? (laughs) Well, you know, we'd like to have fun. Teresa, how are you feeling about your chances? I'm, I'm remaining confident. I'm an adult and I have to think that other adults don't want to sit with piles of old food in their face. I don't like the implication that I'm not an adult, but. Oh, that's another podcast. <laughs> Do you like the implication that you like to sit with piles of old food in your face, Gustavo? <laughs> no, but that's not what's happening. It's not like we're just piling on food on tables and then not cleaning it up. It's the plates. Regular. The plates don't pick up themselves. Gustavo, have you ever considered bringing in uh, one of your team of sanitation engineers? <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't work during the during the night, so that's why I don't, we don't bring them in. But but that's a good idea, though. Okay. Well, Gustavo, how are you feeling about your your chances here? I, I'm hoping that he sees uh, the judge sees here that that uh, her her little quirk here is getting in the way of other people having fun, and that the common good is. It's, uh, you know, what's that, what's that part here, which is everybody else feeling comfortable at the party. Have you ever thought about just giving her some bath salts and seeing what happens? <laughs> well, she does like to rip people's face, uh, faces off. So <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of information you're supposed to bring up in the evidentiary portion. Oh, man. Well, we'll see what the judge has to say. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman reenters the courtroom. So first, I would like to say I'm very mad at both of you oh. for being older than 35 and partying like you are 19. This really upsets me. <laughs> I don't. I simply don't even have the stamina for it. Never mind the time and energy. Well, I guess that's the same thing as stamina. I simply. It's not. Not only do I not have the opportunity to party this way very often uh, due to due to uh, family commitments, but I'm also. To, I get very sleepy very quickly. I don't know how you guys do it, and so I admire you, and yet I hate you. <laughs> and I think it actually speaks to the crux of the issue here, which is that uh, you are now, as uh, Teresa said, adults. And while you, Gustavo, consider yourself an adult, uh, you are out of sync in terms of uh, how adults uh, handle uh, all-night menudo parties. Gustavo, <laughs> you are much more of a let's just let it all uh, rot and, and sit until we finally feel like getting up and doing it. And Teresa is trying to make a transition into her life uh, into a, uh, a responsible person who does not leave disgusting food sitting out all night long. And there, I think, is a certain amount of friction between you guys uh, because when she does bring that bag out and does start doing dishes and so forth, it does seem to suggest, you know what? Not only is this party over, maybe our partying days are almost over. And that's a very oh. uncomfortable message to receive, no matter, no matter, how, no matter how much spoiled menudo and bath salts you put into your body uh, to ease the pain of getting older. Now, at the same time, Teresa, it really does, uh, it really does send a, a, a message. And not only that, um, you are in another person's house and making a decision about how long the party is going to go, de facto. 
by cleaning up. I mean, I think you're doing something out of uh, out of a, the goodness of your heart. Do you know what I mean? But you're also doing something to fill some, fulfill some inner need that the other people around you don't seem to feel. Wouldn't you agree? Somewhat. <laughs> I mean, do you often have the hosts, the, 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 this mutual friend who, who owns the bouncy house, uh, come up to you and say, thank heavens you, uh, you, you helped clean up because Gustavo uh, was never going to do it and all he wanted to do was make more uh, garbage? He hasn't said that, but I know he's thinking it. How do you know? Because oh. you're, you're telepathic. <laughs> I, I, we're, we're all pretty close. And so their houses are like mine, mine's like theirs. So we're comfortable. It's not like I'm walking into a stranger's house picking up. Well, because one of the, one of the most important parts of being about being an adult is realizing that you actually don't know what other people are thinking and that you need to ask them and communicate with them. So the crux of the issue is what you do in your house. If the party is at your house, that is your business. Gustavo, what happens in your house when you're throwing a party? Although it seems like most of the time you're content to trash other people's homes. Is, <laughs> no, is, that's not true. Is your, is your business. And then when it's in neutral territory, Teresa, it's really uh, not your call as to when to start picking up. And I think that while I absolutely agree with you, it would drive me crazy to be visualizing the mess that needs to be cleaned up in the morning having the foresight of adulthood that I have, if you're in a neutral party that you are not hosting, you have to respect the fact that some of these people still want to pretend like they're 19 years old and there's no consequences for any of their actions. Therefore, I would say, if you are in one of those 80% positions where you are not the host of the party, then you should not bring out a trash bag or do dishes until you have consulted with the host. If you consult with the host and say, I would like to start cleaning some of this stuff up now, and the host says, Ooh, thank you very much, you have almost exactly read my mind. You have telepathy. It's creepy. Then you should go for it. But otherwise, I have to say, you must, and I, and I frankly order you, to enjoy the prerogative of being a 20-year-old, which is the lifestyle that everyone there is emulating, and partying at someone else's house and trashing it and then leaving under cover of night and never thinking about it again. Though I am, a, too, a neat freak, and I believe Gustavo is a slob. This is the sound of a gavel. <coughs> Judge John Hodgman rules in Gustavo's favor. That is all. That's Teresa, how are you feeling? I could it hear, hurt. <laughs> I could hear Gustavo popping open a can of alcoholic menudo in that very moment. <laughs> I'm at work, so it's not alcoholic alcohol. I'm not going to hear the end of this. <laughs> I, I think it's the right call. It's the right call. Well, of course you think it's the right call. <laughs> I, 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 I would just like to say, in my defense, that I'm not a slob. I mean, I, uh, this is not about piles of trash. It's just regular kind of party aftermath. Not in any way anything that's, that's not sanitary or anything we should call the health department on. Okay, well then, we've just got a lot of wasted food if the party's not at my house. Just saying. Yeah, it's not at your house. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to I didn't mean to have to break out that tone of voice. It hit a nerve. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Teresa Gustavo, thanks for joining us on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Thank, Thank you, Judge. you. All right, guys, party on. I'll see you Saturday night. Judge Hodgman, what's what's going on in here? It's a mess. Oh, yeah. I had a party in my chambers um, two weeks ago, and it was a spread menudo on the floor party, and I just haven't gotten around to straightening up yet. So Ooh. watch your step. It's pretty rank. Maybe we can... Just move into uh, my, my emergency second chambers. Oh, I've always wondered what was behind that door. Well, it's normally a bouncy house, but I use it as second chambers when <laughs> I've had a spread menudo on the floor party. Sure, it's good. It's a good source of passive income to have a rental bouncy house on hand. You, you have no idea. Um, here's something from Paul. My wife and I have a linguistic disagreement. I was asked to serve as the main contact person for problems at this year's high school state debate meet. This position has not existed before my tenure. The official term of the position was set to be ombudsman. To identify myself easily, I plan to obtain a hat to be worn at the meet with the word ombudsman on it. A classic ombudsman's hat. (laughs) This hat can be used in future years by others who serve in that role. My wife believes that the term ombudsperson is more appropriate. I have researched the word and found that ombudsman is a gender-neutral term from Swedish. The man ending is not related to the male gender. My wife, while granting the derivation, believes that since the word appears to be gender-exclusive, we should avoid potential offense to others and be clear that either a man or a woman could hold the position by using the term ombudsperson. She believes this is especially important given that high school students will be introduced to the term for the first time through contact with me. Which is the preferable term to put on the hat? Ombudsman or ombudsperson? Well, you're both wrong because ombudsman is not gender neutral. In fact, it's gender specific. It is uh, from the Swedish, as anyone who took 30 seconds to visit our friends at Merriam-Webster would know. Uh, But originally from the Old Norse. Ombudsmather, ombuds meaning commission or official, and mother meaning man. So uh, I'm sorry, sir, uh, but you owe your wife uh, an apology. That said, I don't think that ombudsman in typical English usage as a borrowed word really carries a strong gender-specific term. We don't picture uh, a man wearing a traditional straw boater going from town to town ombudsing. It's all sort of of one word. But if you wish to be very sensitive and and I appreciate that your that your wife uh, does want to be sensitive and thoughtful in this regard. I would allow it, but only if you use the Old Norse. Your hat should say Umbutsmother and or Umbutskona. Uh, you'd have to translate and or into Old Norse though first. We have one more question from an entirely different person named Paul. My friend Jason, his sister and I went on a 10-mile hike recently. Jason refused to bring water for himself, despite a forecast of temperatures in the 90s. I argued that if anything were to go wrong, it wouldn't just be him in jeopardy. He says that not everyone needs to bring water on hikes, despite the warnings in hiking boots or posted in the park. Everything turned out all right. This time, I secretly packed extra water just in case. Please, Judge Hodgman, order Jason to carry a a minimum amount of water when traveling with others during strenuous activity. On his own, he can do whatever he wants, but his disregard for his own well-being shouldn't put others at risk. Yeah, no, uh, I'm not going to order him to bring water when he's traveling with others and not on his own. 
I'm going to order him to bring water with him all the time everywhere. You can't go on a hike and just expect water to materialize. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to bring shoes. If my feet start to hurt, I'll find some shoes. No. <laughs> Dehydration is a serious issue. You must bring water with you. If not uh, in a bottle, uh, I will force you to wear a still suit. <laughs> hey, I want to thank uh, all of the folks who are listening to this because they are all Max Fund donors. So your your generosity and support of this show that you like is what allows this show that you like to exist. So thank you, guys. And as a special reward, guys, for donating and getting this special donors-only episode of Judge John Hodgman, uh, I'm going to uh, relay to you the address of uh, Teresa, uh, where they're going to hold a 500-person par- bouncy house party for you. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'm going to get that address to you via, by, by a secret means, and uh, then you can just show up at the party. When, you might ask? Uh, it doesn't matter. They're throwing these parties every night, apparently. So just go. <laughs> um, we'll talk to you next time on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is a production of MaximumFun.org. Our special thanks to all of the folks who donate to support the show and all of our shows at MaximumFun.org slash donate. The show is produced by Julia Smith and me, Jesse Thorne, and edited by Mark McConville. You can check out his podcast, Super Ego, in iTunes or online at GoSuperEgo.com. You can find John Hodgman online at AreasOfMyExpertise.com. If you have a case for Judge John Hodgman, go to MaximumFun.org slash JJHO. If you have thoughts about the show, join the conversation on our forum at forum.maximumfun.org and our Facebook group at facebook.com slash Judge John Hodgman. We'll see you online and next time right here on the Judge John Hodgman podcast.